plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Hey, listeners of the podcast, we've put together an exciting community where you can dive deeper into the content of every single episode. And for those of you who join this community from the podcast, we'll give you an access to a course we've just put together worth $500, all yours for free, while we're sending this out to our listeners of the podcast. Simply go to sellingwithlove.com forward slash podcast to be eligible to get this course for free. And we look forward to seeing you in the community. Thanks again for listening. And now, Enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to Selling with Love podcast. This is your host, Jason Mark Campbell. And wow, we had one incredible episode release earlier this week with the one and only Captain Hoff. And I found something very interesting about that episode because we talked about raising funds from investors. And I have a feeling that the majority of our listeners here might not be in a position where they're out there raising funds from investors. And you might be at some of the earlier stages of business. For a big majority of people that reach out to me and look for support when it comes to sales, you're looking at doing some of your first sales or finding yourself getting more predictable revenue, a consistent flow of clients coming in. And so the idea of going out there and raising money from investors might not have even crossed your path. Yet, what I'd love to talk about today is a mindset shift that you can make when you are operating your business. Because oftentimes we think, well, at the beginning stages, we don't use products or services from other companies such as agencies, or we don't start to think about hiring people within our company because, well, we don't have enough money. We're just trying to get our business off the ground. We're trying to make sure things are aligning, that we have money to support our own lifestyle. And then we get to live, you know, with the promise of whatever reason you got into your own business. And of course, I'm talking here for people that are maybe running a more solopreneur type of operation, or maybe you just got yourself into coaching and consulting. Well, one of the things that's very interesting is that if you keep a mindset of doing everything just like you had access to venture capital, you had tons of savings in an account, and you can actually start to make plans based on those assumptions, you might start challenging some of the decisions you're making and thinking with a clearer mind. Because whether you have money in the bank or not, a payment is made through every moment in your business. It just so happens to be a payment that's done in time, in money, And the problem is, whenever we don't have money, we find ourselves maybe making these payments that waste a lot of time. So you're going out there and perhaps you're wanting to set up the foundations for your business, but you don't want to go and spend on any software. You don't want to go spend on any designer or you don't want to go and spend on an agency that can help you with a particular part of your business. Well, I'd love for you to take what was shared here on the episode with Captain Hoff talking about having money raised from investors. And imagine that within your business, you were able to raise a hundred thousand, a million dollars. If you're just getting started out, I'd want you to imagine what would it look like if you had a hundred thousand dollars. And of course I'm speaking here in us dollars in the bank account, and you could spend it on anything to get your business off the ground. It becomes very interesting. Imagine someone comes to you and says, I'm ready to give you $100,000. And one of the first questions most people can't answer here is, what exactly would you spend it on? See, 
the universe rewards those with a plan. And if you don't even have a plan on how you would spend money if money would come your way, it's very interesting how it seems to repel money from being sent your way, given that you're not showing the discipline or the vision of what you would do with that money if it did come in. And so we often look at our current limitations and we keep those limitations as a way to keep us in our safe box. But I want to unleash the shackles here. And again, if you have an established business, maybe that number looks more like a million dollars. And you want to ask yourself, how would I spend my money or how would I do things differently if I did have $100,000? And you can start thinking about how would you spend that money? What was the type of technology you would have? What are the places you would spend your money as a priority? Would you be designing a website? Would you be running advertising? Would you be hiring key team members? What would their responsibilities look like? I want to encourage you, since you've just listened to an episode that talked about amazing, innovative ideas, about being great at anything that you do, you might even realize that with $100,000, you might be looking to improve yourself to be the person that is ready to operate the business that you want to operate. If you're someone that has a key skill, you need to refine that skill. Perhaps you'd be investing in your education as well. Whatever that would look like, I would suggest you actually spend the weekend that's coming up and actually start thinking, what if I would have hundreds of thousands of dollars? What would I spend it on? And here's another interesting activity that I've done many times within my own business is not only look at how I would spend that money if I had it, but it's also who are the key experts that I would love to hire if it would make financial sense? I'll give you an example. I got on a conversation with somebody who was actually running an agency to run ads and traffic. Now, ads and traffic is basically paying Facebook and YouTube, which are the two, or Facebook and Google, which are the two biggest places that you can get views and traffic. And I messaged them and I was like, yeah, I want to get more traffic into my business and I want to run ads. And he started asking me some questions that were quite fundamental before even running the ads. And he asked me, okay, well, what's your offer? What's your key funnel? What does your product lifecycle look like? How much revenue do you make per lead? And I realized that I didn't have firm answers on most of the questions they were asking me. But what was even better is that I was now understanding what were the questions I needed answers to and things that I needed to have in place in order to be successful with running ads. We often blame sales or acknowledging how online marketing works or see if we have the expertise for it. We will blame that as reasons that keep us small, only to realize that we can find answers of what we need to do, how to grow, simply by being in contact with experts that provide the services for the people that do want to grow fast. Again, if let's say you had $100,000 and you decide, wow, I would, I would go and invest on tons of ads that would come to me. And then the question would be like, well, where would those ads go? Do I even have the infrastructure in place? And from there, you can start itemizing some of the things you might want to start prioritizing and having more conversations about. I'm not saying every idea you're going to come up with is good, but you're at least going to have some visions of what does a business that receives that kind of money look like? How would it accelerate your success? And then once you start listing what needs to be in place, you can ask yourself, if I came up with this plan and went to an investor and presented to them, would they feel confident about giving me the $100,000? Yes, no, why not? 
And you can start already identifying, coming from this place of abundance, thinking that people would willingly give it to you, but what are the fundamentals that need to be in place so that they actually would, you can actually start building on this, getting curious about these aspects, focusing on developing these. And what I will tell you is more than likely, there's gonna be two key things that are gonna come up. Number one is you're gonna realize that you need to have a sales system. You need to have a way that takes anyone that comes across your sphere of awareness and brings them to a place where they can buy something from you and that has some level of success, repeatable success. So that if you come across a lot more money, you would wanna see that you could execute this in a more straight line fashion, in a more systematic way, and then bring lots of traffic to it. That'll be one thing. But it's probably not even the reason why we don't play that big in the first place. See, for most people I've seen have fear around sales. They come to me, they're like, Jason, selling with love sounds like a fantastic thing. I wanna learn how to sell with love because that's the only thing that's holding me back. If I could only learn how to sell and do it from a place of love, all my problems would be solved. And I often push back and suggest something a little outrageous. And nobody's taken me on the offer yet because they realize there was something else behind the struggle, the fear, and the block is I would turn around and say, so sales is the only thing that's holding you back from success? No problem. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna go sell for you and I'm gonna close all your deals. And they'd be looking at me perplexed or shocked. And I would iterate saying, well, if you'd want me to go out and sell and do this for you, now all your sales are gonna be handled. Can you give me any material information on what is the product you sell? What makes it best? What are the competitors? What's the problems you solve? What are types of issues people would have with it? What results does it bring? And when you start realizing that the real issue is not the fact that you can't sell, is that we're feeling insecure about the product that we sell. We're feeling insecure about the business that we're running. And so once again, the key thing I wanna share with everyone here is get out of the scarcity mindset. Come from a place of love and acknowledge that you're gonna be starting at a place which leaves a lot of room for growth and improvement. But imagine the obstacle being removed where $100,000 has become available to you. What do you invest in? What do you prioritize? What are the missing pieces? What are the things you'd want to build in place? And from that, it becomes a fun exercise to start mapping out, well, perhaps I wanna set some priorities, work on these blocks one at a time, or perhaps I realize that if my plan becomes really good, there might be a way for me to raise that money. Am I ready for it? Do I want it? Well, if you're in business, you should be hungry for it. And as such, I hope you keep learning about how to sell with love, build amazing products, keep building ethical businesses because this is why we exist ourselves is helping ethical businesses learn to thrive, grow, and make an impact by learning how to sell with love. And I'm hoping that using this visualization exercise of just knowing that if someone would be ready to give you $100,000, what would you spend it on? And once you have that plan, you've already stretched your vision and the universe tends to be a bit more friendly to those with a plan. I'll see you all next week for our next interview. And as always, keep selling with love. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast.